and the voice of Auburn softball, Britt Bowen, now joins us on the program today. Britt, how are you? Hey, man, doing well. Um, excited after last night. Um, man, it, it was uh, another another win that Auburn softball had to grind out, but uh, what a fun finish to, to, to beat a, a very good South Carolina team and to sit at 5-1 and one in the SEC. It's a good feeling. You were on the call for all three games this weekend, Britt, and Brant and I are actually going to give you a math problem that you're going to have to solve here for us. How many okay. total innings of softball did you broadcast this weekend? Because it wasn't your traditional 21 with three seven-inning games. Okay, let's see here. Let's see. Let me think. We had 11, all right, and then 10 last night. That's 21 plus 5, 26 wow. innings of softball. <laughs> Listen, the, the liberal arts major able to do some math on the fly here. <laughs> Look at that. But I mean, talk about the series a little bit, Britt. I mean, we had two games that went just bonus, bonus, bonus softball. And then one of the wins for Auburn doesn't he, I mean goes the minimum. What was it like to uh, see kind of the the pendulum swing back and forth for uh, the series? Yeah, well, I, I kind of feel like it was a five game series with, with yeah. two games <laughs> with two games going one to eleven and one to ten. But yeah, Saturday, I mean, it was one where Auburn, you know, they 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 got out in front early uh, with a big three run fourth inning. The long ball was a factor in every game and. And then South Carolina took advantage of Auburn mistakes. I mean, uh, of 10 runs scored in that first game, I think, uh, let's see, not very many were, were earned runs. I think only they only had three earned runs, so seven unearned runs wow. in, in, in that first game. So the so errors really cost Auburn. Wild pitches cost Auburn. Pass balls cost Auburn. So it wasn't the typical defensive effort that, that we had been used to seeing. Um, but the bats was stellar, and they were stellar in, in all three games in finding timely hits. And Auburn, you know, despite the letdown and extra innings on Saturday, found a way. They stayed hungry. They stayed together as a team on on Sunday and, and put put together 11 runs off 12 hits. And I, I think the most impressive thing about that, Jesse Blaine had a two-hit day against South Carolina on Saturday. Four RBIs had the three-run homer in the bottom of the seventh to tie the game. And I was bummed for Jesse because, you know, she had her best day on Auburn's worst day. Well, she was able to repeat that performance on Sunday and have another two-for-three game with another three-run home run, four RBIs. And that, that total there, that eight RBIs and, and two three-run home runs has gotten her the SEC Freshman of the Week honors, which super proud of her for that. But you know, last night Auburn comes back with a series on the line, and, and Maddie Penta, she, she was the workhorse. Obviously, Nelia Peralta with a walk-off homer, a three-hit game. She carried Auburn's offense, but Auburn doesn't win that game without Maddie Penta. She threw 10 innings, complete game, 161 pitches, only gave up five hits, three runs, had eight strikeouts, and uh, was just phenomenal for Auburn. And, and, and the fact that Auburn was able to come back and win games two and game three after losing game one the way they did impressive and this team just more evidence they continue to play for each other they play together and uh, they're not intimidated by the big moment now, they've been down in three or four SEC games now and they've come back and at least tied it and had a chance to win every one of them and then I'll take five and one in the SEC after the first two weeks any day of the week
Britt, Mickey Dean has kind of gotten this reputation for being a, a more stoic guy. He doesn't show a ton of emotion, but apparently after that walk-off win against South Carolina, he showed a, he, he got a little bit excited. Talk to us a little bit about uh, what Mickey Dean has done this year and uh, how, how, he, how he seemed to feel after that South Carolina series. Yeah, well, man, he was excited. I mean, no other way to put it. He, he sees the work these kids have put in. <laughs> Excuse me. And and also too, like he he knows what these kids go through every single day, and and how they play for each other, and 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 really what they went through last year. I mean, he's got a lot. He's got a couple upperclassmen, the sophomore class, who you know didn't have a ton of success last year, and seeing these kids come together, succeed at such a high level. This is what he's been building for in the five years he's been in Auburn. Of course, he's taken some time. I don't think people. Um, it, over the last four years, and, and, and I was one of them at the time, didn't necessarily understand, you know, the the job that he was having to do to to rebuild the culture of Auburn softball, and and that, and that takes some time. And um, he's gotten two big back-to-back um, top five recruiting classes, uh, the second one coming in next year, and, and and to see all of it pay off in a game like last night. And and how about Nelia Peralta, a kid that that struggled on Saturday, moved from shortstop to third base in the middle of the series, and then came back last night despite one throwing error, had had a three for five, nine at the plate, a walk-off homer, two RBIs. I mean, that's the kind of stuff you root for. And um, he's just proud of his team, you know, and um, for for them to to be at five and one right now, I mean, I I don't think – We've started five and one in the SEC. I, I'm not sure we even did that in 2015 and 2016. I'd have to go back and look, but um, it's a good place to be. But um, he certainly knows that there's more work to be done, and you got to take it one day at a time. That's right. You got to keep it going. Tiger said to Lexington next this upcoming weekend, and Britt's going to have the radio call for all three of those games between Auburn and Kentucky. Britt Bowen joining us here, the voice of Auburn softball. So, Britt, forgive me on uh, on Sunday. I did catch myself watching a little bit of the game as opposed to listening to your radio broadcast. Uh, And as I shouldn't be doing that, I was interested by some of the conversations that was being had by the announcers on the SEC Network, and it was brought to my attention, Britt, that Auburn's slugging percentage a year ago in the 300s, as low as it was, their slugging percentage was worse than the on-base percentage of every other team in the SEC. That is unbelievable to hear and something that I hadn't realized, something that you and I hadn't really talked about as much other than like, hey, this team's hitting a lot of home runs. But just how wild is that to think about that a year ago? The slugging percentage for Auburn was worse than every other SEC team's on-base percentage Auburn still was a regional team last year thanks to their great pitching, and that's just another uh, sign at how good this offense has been for the Tigers. Exactly, and, and I'll say this. I didn't know that, J.J., but, but thinking back on it, I mean, seriously, thinking back on, on how, how bad Auburn struggled on the offensive end last year, it, yes, shocking, but also, too, at the same time, not that surprising when, when you truly, you and I, as many games as, as we've done together, 
with, with Auburn softball in the last two years. Yeah. I mean, they, they were not good last year on offense, and and had they had any offense last year, I, I mean, think about how many wins. I think close to 15 games could have been reversed in a win in a win for Auburn as they they dropped nearly 15 one run games last year. And you know, just this year alone, I mean, it is it is yesterday as of March 21st. Auburn has hit 44 home runs this year. They hit 22 last year, 22 in a full season. So, um, yeah, I mean the, the 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 improvements there. I think it start it started at the start of the year with the with the buy-in. Um, Coach Dean, <laughs> excuse me, Coach Dean and staff. They didn't let the team near the field or near the cages the first uh, month and a half of the uh, of the fall season. They they spent that in the weight room training, getting stronger, and uh, obviously they they've changed their approach at the plate. They're trying to attack early in counts to to cut the strikeout numbers down. I think Coach Dean said that they did a study on Major League Baseball, and over seventy percent of the strikeouts um, took place because when the first pitch strike was taken of the at bat. So when the first strike was taken, 70% of the time there was a strikeout. So, you know, and when you, when you combine those two things and also to recruit some pretty talented hitters and, and, and you find a nice balance in the lineup, good things are going to happen and credit to them. But as we, as we mentioned, there's a long way to go and a big test this weekend at Kentucky. All right, Britt Bowen's here with us. How's your bracket doing on the men's side of the NCAA tournament, Britt? You're gonna kill me. I'm gonna be honest with you. Didn't JJ, fill one out. I, 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 I did not fill one out. Yeah, I, oh, I, I, I did not fill one out. Um, well, we listen. We signed all these waivers to to get to do what we get to do, JJ, and 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 broadcasting. And you know, I was just like, hey, because at work, you know, you got all these prizes, this, that, and the other. <laughs> I'm like, let me just stay away. Better from be this safe. And Understood. Sit back, sit back, and watch. Uh, and watch the games and 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 see what happens. But I got to say, I I do that that Arizona Houston matchup. There could be a national champion out of that matchup for both of those teams. And obviously Gonzaga Duke. I think everyone's itching for that matchup. And I think everyone would love JJ. How how crazy would a North Carolina Duke matchup be in the Final Four? They each team has two wins left, but. St. Peter's is a great story, and I don't even want to talk about the the Midwest region. I, I'm still still hurt over my <laughs> Tigers going down on uh, on Sunday. That's right. All right. Well, let's talk women's basketball then before we let you get out of here, because uh, they also went on to the Sweet 16 after last night's game. Kim Mulkey's first season in Baton Rouge ended with a round of 32 exit. You've got North Carolina and South Carolina. That's bragging rights on the line, Britt. That's a battle of the home state, a battle of the Carolinas there in the Sweet 16. And then the only other SEC team still left in the mix is Tennessee as they will play on Saturday in the Sweet 16 against one-seeded Louisville. Are you surprised at the lack of SEC teams at this point? Uh, A a little bit. Um, Primarily, I'm surprised at Kentucky. I'm not so much surprised at the other teams watching LSU and Kim Mulkey had a great team Caleb Pointer I think the best point guard in the country a little disappointing to see them lose but 
you know, at the same time, um, they kind of ran out of gas there towards the end of the season. Um, but for uh, for Kentucky, it was obviously shocking to see them go down in, in round one. But I, I, I still think it's South Carolina's tournament to lose. But I will say South Carolina's got to start playing some better basketball. You know, I, I didn't think they had a great showing in the second round. Is They were in a low-scoring affair against Miami. They only won that game 49-33. to So... They've got some work to do, but also for, for, for Tennessee and, and Kelly Harper, um, what a job she's done with, with the injuries that Tennessee's had and for Tennessee to come back. And, by the way, this is a team that Coach Johnny Harris and Auburn women's basketball beat. They handed Tennessee their first loss of the year back in late January. Um, for, for Tennessee to come back and make the Sweet 16, I, I think it's a great accomplishment. Um, uh, they've got their work cut out for them, though. They, they face the number one seed Louisville Cardinals. On um, I believe it's on Saturday, and 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 that, that's a tough matchup. I will be surprised if Tennessee gets out of it, but folks, I got to tell you, I mean the, the the women's bracket is is fun to watch. Had a couple upsets. I think South Dakota's in the Sweet 16, so um, a lot of good basketball left. Of course, you got Vic Schaefer in Texas, who's going to be coming to the SEC here soon. So um, again, fun fun to watch, and certainly can't wait for Coach Johnny Harris to to get Auburn onto that stage here in another year or two. Britt Bowen with the Auburn Sports Network, the voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball, joining us here on this Tuesday edition of Sports Call. Britt, as always, we really do appreciate the time. Give me the final broadcast details for softball coming up this week. How can people tune in? Yeah, so tune in uh, on WTGC right here on 95.9 FM, also online for free, AuburnTigers.com and the Auburn Tigers app. It'll be a 445 airtime on Friday. First pitch is set for 5, and then, of course, on Saturday and Sunday, we have an early first pitch time. It'll be at 12 o'clock noon central airtime at 11.45 both of those days. Tune in. It's great softball. Um, it's a top 25 matchup. You want a good idea of what going on the road for a super regional will be like for Auburn here in a month or two. Um, this, is a, this is a good place to start in John Crop Field in, in Kentucky. Again, it's going to be a big test. Folks, if you want to see uh, Kentucky, get a little scout on them. The Wildcats play number one Oklahoma tonight at Kentucky. Uh, from what I understand, it's, it's sold out. So I'm, wow. I'm certainly going to be tuned into that tonight and uh, seeing how that one plays out because, uh, again, it's going to be a good scouting report for Auburn coming up on uh, for this weekend. Britt, we appreciate the time as always. We'll talk to you again soon, okay? Hey, guys, appreciate it. War Eagle.